Let's start in child's pose this morning. As you soften into child's pose here, tuning into your breath. Noticing all of the ways in which the body might be communicating. Notice the thoughts that might be moving across the mind. And as you begin to touch base with your internal state, Choose one word to support that state. So wherever you are, find a word that really meets you there. A word that provides nurturing, strength, support, ease. So that you begin your practice from a place of empowerment. Rather than coming to the mat, looking for something, knowing that that something is already there within you. It's a matter of softening into it, realizing it. Here in child's pose, crawl your fingertips forward a bit so that you can feel how as the arm bones begin to lengthen, you get a bit of a stretch on your spine. And just breathe into that. And on your next inhale, Keeping the hands in place where they are in child's pose, draw the upper body forward so the armpits align over the wrist. And then as you exhale, gently shift back into your child's pose. With breath, inhaling to come forward. Exhaling to gently draw back. Now you can stay with this simple forward and back movement, especially if you're working with some knee issues. 
Otherwise, next time you start to sit back, you're going to swing the hips out to the right a bit, starting to circle the movement. And as you start to come forward, the hips swing out to the left. So once you've got that circling going with your hips, to the right as you go back, to the left as you come forward, you can start to let the rest of the spine, the head, the neck respond to that movement. So it feels like the spine is getting kind of pulled and pushed around that circle. Let it move in freedom. Allow it to feel good. Pausing somewhere along the way to reverse the direction of the circling. back to the simple movement of forward and back, inhaling as you draw forward, kind of like a plank on the knees, exhaling child's pose. The next time you come toward all fours, set yourself up so that you have wrist under shoulders, knees under hips. Think about pushing the floor away with all parts of the body that are in contact with the floor. Tune into the lowest part of your spine and draw the layer of tissue that's just in front of the low spine in toward it. Find a full breath in. On your exhale, cat pose, nose and tail draw in toward the navel. On your inhale, cow tilt, tailbone draws back and up, heart pulls forward between the arms and the chin gently lifts. Moving with breath now, exhaling to curl and round in toward your navel. Inhaling to open and expand. So finding your pace. Your pace means where's the breath? Follow the rhythm of your natural breath so that you're not running out of breath. You're letting the movement match the pace of your breath. As you move, continuing to push the floor away with all four limbs. Continuing to keep that support in the lowest part of the belly. And then find your way back to a neutral all fours position. From here, continuing with the stability of pushing the floor away and staying connected through the low belly, we're going to reach the right arm forward. Thumb points to ceiling, wrist in line with shoulder, and then the left leg extends back. So we have a cross body extension. Still pushing the floor away, still supported through the low belly. Now find a full breath in, lengthening. 
And as you exhale, curl in just like cat pose so that knee, elbow, and chin move in toward the navel. On the inhale, slowly extend back out. Move with breath. Use the entire exhale to curl in and the entire inhale to extend out. Breath and movement, movement and breath. Growing as long as you can on the inhales and curling up as small as you can on the exhales. Remember as you curl in to really draw the chin in as well. That's going to make it a little bit more wobbly. You might tip over, but it's going to bring the benefit into the back body so that the whole back body receives the stretch. So the nervous system can feel the completion of the movement. One more round. Next time that you reach out, long inhale. And on your exhale, release to all fours. Find a breath in through the nose and sigh it out gently through your mouth. Ha. Again, find your stability on all fours, pushing floor away, connecting through low belly. Left arm extends forward, get steady. Right leg extends back. From that inner stability, you're still pushing the floor away, still supporting at low belly. Find your breath in, grow long. Exhale, curl and round. Get as small as you can. Reaching out on your inhales, curling in on your exhales. Really tuck the chin as you curl in. Let the whole nervous system feel the completion of the movement. Breath and movement, movement and breath. So even though the body is experiencing a sense of working in its movements, let there still be an underlying current of ease. So in yoga practice, we prescribe to Stitta Sukha Asana. The posture should be steady and easeful. It's not steady and easeful. We've probably stepped outside of the bounds of yoga as it's meant to be. Let's enjoy about one more round. Inhaling to reach out. Exhaling to return to all fours. Find a full breath in through your nose. Exhale it with a sigh through the mouth. And then sit back for a moment, child's pose, breathing. Finding your way up now, downward facing dog. So maybe you do a bit of intuitive wiggling in the first few breaths of the pose. Maybe you pedal the heels or shift the hips. Once you've kind of worked 
the kinks out a little bit. Start to settle into your downward dog. Think about using the inner edges of your hands to push the floor away. Pushing the floor away so much that it feels like your arms are growing longer, the sides of your torso are growing longer. Let the backs of the legs be soft so the heels get drawn down with gravity, not from force. And then think about drawing your kneecaps up the thighs and into your hips so the action in the pose is happening in the fronts of your legs. Keep pushing the floor away with the hands. Spread your collarbones. Find ease in your face and in your breath. On your next inhale, draw forward, find plank pose. Armpits align over wrist. Start to push the floor away with your hands. Notice the lift that happens in your body. So respond to that. Really think about sealing the front layer of your body to the back layer of your body so that nothing's dripping. Press your thigh bones firm toward the ceiling. Draw your inner legs, your inner thighs, up into the pelvis. Find a full breath in. On your exhale, use your thigh bones to pull back, downward facing dog. Inhale, from your belly, draw forward. Find your way into plank. Feel your alignment. And then on your exhale, pull back again, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward from the belly, find plank. And on your exhale, pull back, downward dog. So you're going to move with breath here between these two postures. Being really mindful as you move. So because the hands push the floor away in both of those poses, see if you can keep that push of the hands going as you transition from posture to posture. Experiment with this idea of drawing the inner thighs up into the bowl of the pelvis as you move. This actually channels more energy into your upper body to bring more ease and strength into the shoulders and arms and chest. One more round. Find your way into downward dog and on your next inhale, draw the right leg toward the ceiling. As you exhale, curl and round, nose and knee try to touch. Keep that action going as you bring the foot through to your hand. So try not to look forward as you bring the foot through because that shortens your spine. Once you land, draw the back knee to the floor. Press feet into earth, engage the inner legs toward the midline of your mat, and then from your tailbone, use your tailbone to rise and reach up. Maybe the gaze lifts, inhale. On your exhale, hands come to the earth. Inhale, take the right leg toward the ceiling. Exhale, lower the foot down, inhale, left leg rises. Exhale, curl and round, nose to knee. Try not to look forward. Instead, look toward the back foot as you bring the foot forward. 
As you land, lower the knee down. Find your stability in your lower body. And then from the tailbone, pull up on your inhale. As you exhale, bring the hands to the earth. As you inhale, take the left leg toward the ceiling. We're just going to alternate a few more times here. Exhale, lower the foot. Inhale, the right leg rises. Exhale, nose to knee to bring the foot through. Lower the back knee down. From stability, inhale, rise. Use the tailbone to lift. Exhale, hands return to earth. Inhale, right leg to ceiling. Exhale to lower the right foot. So left side on your own, and then one more complete cycle, right and left. Move with breath. Mindful to establish your base in the posture before you try to come up so that you're moving from the stability of your roots. Next time that you found your downward dog, hang out there, breathe. Again, applying the posture, hearing the breath, observing all that's going on inside of the posture, not just your muscles and bones, but your thoughts, your emotions. draw the right leg toward the ceiling again. As you exhale, nose to knee, bring that foot through to your hands. So we're going to do a little bit of jump switching the feet here. So you can either keep your palms flat or you can come onto your fingertips, which especially if you have any tension in your upper back and shoulders, it'll help out a lot. So to jump switch, you kind of have to coil up into your hips a bit. And once you do that, the feet lift and switch. So try it a few times. And then the next time that you have your right foot forward, press down into it, lift off, bring the feet together. Find a half lift breathing in. Fold forward as you're breathing out. Again, find your half lift inhale. And fold forward as you exhale. One more time. Half lift, breathe in. And fold as you breathe out. Good. Hang out here for a moment. Draw your hips toward your toes. It's going to feel a little bit like you're going to tip forward. Keep the toes soft. Keep the hips moving forward. And press your heels down into the earth for your stability. Hands should be light. Ideally, fingers are in line with toes at the outsides of the feet. 
And the reason that we work with this placement is in vinyasa practice, when we do jump throughs, jump backs, stepping through, stepping back, that's the alignment where we're landing. So it helps train the body. Draw your inner legs again up into your pelvis. Spread your collarbones. Soften the skin of the back of your neck. Head hangs. Then find your way through your half lift all the way to standing, pushing down into the feet to rise. Reach up, look up, inhale. Hands come together at heart as you exhale. Good. On your next inhale, press down into the feet. Pull down through your tailbone. Inhale, arms reach out and up. Look up if it's comfortable on your neck. On your exhale, soft knees to hinge all the way forward, folding in. Find your half lift, breathe in, and fold forward as you breathe out. Walking your way back into plank on your inhale. So in plank pose, again, we're working with anti-gravity. Plank technically is not a yoga pose, and it's really been added in as a transition or preparation for chaturanga. So think about pushing the floor away with your hands. Again, seal front layer of your body to the back body and press your thighs strong to the ceiling. Now draw the inner legs up into the pelvis to channel energy through your heart center, which is going to activate the arms even more. Now lower just the knees down, exhale. Inhale, see if you can keep those actions going. And then as you exhale, keep them going to slowly lower down through upper body chaturanga. So you're bending the elbows to 90 and hovering. And then find your way to the floor. Press little toes into the earth. Lengthen your tailbone to your pubic bone so the hips seal down. And then use the sides of your body, waist, chest, and neck, to gently draw the heart away from the floor for low cobra. So you shouldn't feel this as a compression in your back. It's not about engaging the muscles along the side of the spine so much as it is concentrating on the energy on the side of your body. Find a full breath in. Spread your collarbones. And on your exhale, lower down. As you inhale, find all fours. Draw the front layer of your body with you so it doesn't drip. And then as you exhale, pull through the thighs. Find your downward-facing dog. Breathe. next inhale draw the right leg toward the ceiling exhale nose to knee as you plant the foot through to your hands bring the feet together find your half lift breathe in fold forward as you breathe out all the way to standing on your inhale rising reaching up hands come to heart as you exhale good inhale reach up look up Soft knees as you hinge forward. It's like going in reverse through your half lift. So the chin is the last thing to lower down. 
Find your half lift, breathe in. And fold forward as you breathe out. Walk back, find your way into plank pose. Armpits over wrist. Push floor away with hands, seal front body to back body. Thigh bones press to ceiling, inner legs pull up into the pelvis. Find a deep breath in. On your exhale, lower only your knees, but keep the action going in your body. Deep breath in. With the action of anti-gravity, lower down slow. Upper body chaturanga, hover. Beautiful. Now come all the way down to the floor. Press little toes into the earth. Lengthen tailbone to pubic bone. Feel the hips seal to the ground. And then use the sides of your body to gently draw the heart away from the earth. So rather than lifting with the crown of your head, use the sides of the neck to bring the head up. One more full breath in. Spread collarbones. Exhale, lower the chin down. As you come to all fours, pull the front body with you. Inhale. Downward dog. Use the thighs to get there. Exhale. Breathing. Notice the place in your body where you feel the biggest concentration of either energy or sensation. It'll probably be the same place, but we all feel differently. And see how you can begin to bring ease into that space. Yoga is about self-realization, so study yourself in this practice and learn. On your next inhale, draw the left leg toward the ceiling. As you exhale, nose to knee, the foot comes through to the hands. Lift off, feet together, and then find your half lift, breathe in. Folding as you breathe out. Come through that half lift space all the way to standing, inhaling as you rise, grow tall. Hands meet at heart. Exhale. Good. Again, inhale. Reach up. Look up. Exhale. Soft knees as you hinge forward from your hips, not your spine. Find your half lift. Breathing in. And fold forward as you're breathing out. Walk back again. Find your plank pose and play around with that idea of anti-gravity in your body. Notice what you notice. Find a deep breath in. Your choice now, either knees down or full chaturanga. Reminder, if you're coming into full chaturanga, nothing should go below your elbows. If your hips are dropping below elbows, just put your knees down. On your inhale, come to the floor. You can either play again with that low cobra or mindful. So the lift, the natural lift of your spine away from the floor in cobra is the same arc that the spine takes for upward dog. So if you lift away using the side body energy, your spine will naturally stop at a certain point. You don't want to force it any further. So to come into up dog, keep that lift in your spine. Push floor away with hands and legs. So I haven't changed my spine at all. From here, I pull my inner legs forward toward my thumbs. I push my thumbs down into the earth, and then I spread my collarbones. Find a full breath in. Exhale, pull through the front of your body to roll over your toes, downward facing dog. Breathe.
next inhale, right leg draws toward the ceiling. Exhale, the right foot through to the hands. Push down into that foot to lift off. Feet come together. Half lift as you breathe in. Fold as you breathe out. Rising to standing on your inhale, reach up, look up. On your exhale, hands come together at the heart. One more round like that. Inhale, reach up, look up. Exhale, soft knees hinge forward from the large joints of your body. Finding your half lift on your inhale, your fold on your exhale. Walking back gently, find plank pose. Get steady, experiment, feel the anti-gravity in your body. Keeping that going on your exhale, lower through chaturanga. Inhale, either low cobra or honoring your body as you come into up dog. Exhale, pull back, downward facing dog. Breathe. Next inhale, left leg rising. Exhale, the left foot steps to the hands. Push down into that foot to lift off. Feet come together. Half lift, breathe in. Fold as you breathe out. Inhaling, rising to standing, reaching up. And on your exhale, bring hands together at your heart. Good. Pause here. Deep breath in. As you exhale, bend the knees deeply, fingertips brush the earth. On your inhale, stay low in your lower body and take the arms open for chair pose. Good, so breathe here for a moment. Think about sitting the weight back into your heels. So the toes become light, but they're grounded. Pull the tailbone under the backs of the legs like you're trying to touch it to the back of your knees. And then squeeze your legs together as if you have one leg instead of two. Now find space in your upper body by drawing your side waist out of your hips so it feels like the front of the armpits rise a bit. And then spread your collarbones. Draw out through the inner arms as if you're trying to use your inner elbow to draw the collarbones open. Find a full breath in. On your exhale, connect your upper body and your thighs together and maintain that connection as you fold all the way in this time. Nose toward knees. Find your half lift, breathe in, and as you exhale, either step to plank and lower through your vinyasa or float to chaturanga, moving with breath. On your inhale, draw the right leg to the ceiling. As you exhale, bring the right foot through to your hands. Once your foot lands, draw your left foot slightly forward and out to the left and plant that foot so the heel meets the earth and the toes are turned as far forward as they can be comfortably. Pull your outer right hip back, lengthen your tailbone toward the backs of your knee, or back of your uh, back heel and then squeeze your back leg very straight. 
Think about your tailbone. Use your tailbone to draw the upper body up, stacking the heart over the hips. Arms slowly reach up. Virabhadrasana A. So as you settle in, keep drawing your outer right hip back. Lengthen the tailbone straight down. This takes all of the pressure out of the low back. And stay anchored in your back leg, strong and straight. Find a full breath in. On your exhale, use your tailbone as brakes to bring your hands to the floor. Step back and move through a vinyasa with breath. Plank chaturanga, flowing through. Inhaling, left leg draws toward the ceiling. Exhale, your left foot through to the hands. Take the right foot, step it slightly forward and out to the right. Again, turning the toes as far forward as you can comfortably while having the heel resting on the earth. Square the hips by pulling your outer left hip back. Lengthen tailbone to the back heel and squeeze your back leg straight. Now pull from your tailbone to rise up on your in-breath. Rising up, finding Virabhadrasana A. Once you arrive, pull your outer left hip back a little bit more. Lengthen the tailbone toward the earth. Keeping that alignment in your pelvis, start to bring a sense of straightness to your back leg, squeezing into it. Notice your breathing. Find a full breath in. Exhale, hands come down to the earth. Make your way through your vinyasa. Take your time, feel, experiment. Notice. Breathing in your down dog. Exhale and empty out all of your breath. Either step or lightly float your feet forward to your hands. Find your half lift breathing in and fold as you're breathing out. Bending your knees deep, find chair pose on your in-breath. And as you exhale, rise to standing, hands come together at the heart. Pause there, deep breath in. Exhale, bend the knees, fingertips brush the floor. Chair pose as you breathe in. And fold forward, upper and lower body connect, breathe out. Half lift, inhaling. So for those of you who are playing with jump backs, remember that it's really important when you jump back that you bend your elbows so you're not jamming the head of the arm into the shoulder. So again, we start with fingers and toes on the same line. Hands are outside of feet. We inhale, draw the heart forward. The heart has to stay forward because that's where it is in a chaturanga. So on your exhale, the heart projects forward and you float the feet back, moving through the vinyasa with breath. Inhale, right leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, the foot through to the hands. Shorten the stance a bit, spiral the back foot in. 
Hips are square from the tailbone. Inhale, rise and reach, Virabhadrasana A. Exhale, hands return to earth, moving through your vinyasa with breath. Inhale, left leg rises. Exhale, the left foot steps through. Again, a short wide stance, square your hips, pull from the tailbone to rise on your in-breath. Exhale, hands return to earth. Step back, travel through your vinyasa with your breath. Breathing in your downward dog. Inner steadiness. Nowhere to be but right here in this moment. Remember, rest is always a wonderful choice. So if down dog gets to that point where it no longer feels easeful, child's pose is there. So you're going to exhale out all of the breath. Once you're empty of breath, travel the feet forward to your hands, finding your half lift as you breathe in, and your fold as you breathe out. Good. Bend the knees deep. Find your chair pose. Inhale. Rise to standing. Hands come to heart on your exhale. Pause there. Deep breath in. Exhale. Bend the knees. Fingertips brush the earth. Finding your chair pose. Inhale. Fold forward, upper and lower body meet, exhale. Half lift as you breathe in, mindful as you step or gently float back, moving through your vinyasa with breath. Good, right leg rises on the inhale. Exhale, the foot steps through. Mindfully placing your feet so the hips can easily square. And then from your tailbone, rise up, Virabhadrasana A. Exhale, hands meet earth. Travel through your vinyasa with your breath. Inhale, left leg rises. Exhale, the foot steps through. Mindful placement of feet, feel the hips square, and then rise on your in-breath. Exhale, hands return, move through your vinyasa. Breathing in your downward dog. Exhaling out all of your breath. Step or lightly float your feet forward to your hands. Find your half lift as you breathe in. And fold as you breathe out. Bending the knees deep. Find your way into chair pose. Inhale. 
Rise to standing, hands come to heart as you exhale. Pause, deep breath in. Exhale, bend the knees, fingertips brush the earth, find your chair pose, inhale. Exhale to fold forward, upper and lower body connect. Half lift, breathe in. Remembering to bend your elbows as you land, chaturanga as you breathe out. Vinyasa with breath. Right leg rises on your inhale. Exhale the foot through. Mindful placement of your feet for Virabhadrasana A. Inhale, rise, reach up. Exhale, hands come to earth. Move through your vinyasa with breath. So Virabhadrasana A has the same foot placement as postures like pyramid pose and twisting triangle. We have to have a shorter stance in order to square our hips. It's just how it works. Inhale, left leg rises. Exhale, the foot through. Step your back foot in and slightly wide to the right. Hips square first and then from square hips, inhale, rise. On your exhale, hands come to earth and the vinyasa awaits. Take your time, feel your own experience. Good, breathing in your downward dog. So mindful that you're not leaning on your hands, push the floor away with your hands, even if it means that your knees need to bend just a little bit. So you have a nice long spine, your heels are heavy with gravity, and your kneecaps are drawing up the thighs and into the hips. Spread your collarbones. Empty the breath out. Once you're empty, step or lightly float through. Find your half lift as you breathe in and fold as you breathe out. Bending the knees, find chair pose on your inhale. And on your exhale, rise to standing. Hands come together at the heart. Pause, deep breath in. Exhale, bend the knees deep, find your way into chair pose. So this time as you find chair, we're going to linger for a moment again. So ideally, big toes are together, but there's some space between your heels. Think about, again, sinking back into the heels. Tailbone is drawing under the legs to help alleviate the low back. Squeezing the legs into one another. Again, it's going to light the fire in your body, so you're going to feel heat. That heat is also symbolic. It helps burn away anything that we no longer need. And we're not just talking about calories. (laughs) Energetic calories, emotional calories, those things that we hang on to that weigh us down on an emotional level. Find a full breath in. As you exhale, gently fold all the way in. Find your half lift, breathe in. And as you exhale, gently move through your vinyasa with breath. Good, so we're going to draw the right leg to the ceiling, breathing in. Exhale, draw your right foot through to the hands. This time, turn your back heel down so that you have heel to arch alignment. So this is a much longer, wider 
stance, or narrow stance, I should say. So once you have your heel to arch alignment, reach your left arm forward. Pause there, pull your outer right hip back. Lengthen tailbone to back heel, and think about squeezing your back leg very straight. And then pull through the left side of your body to gently rise, finding your way up for Virabhadrasana too. So heart stacks over the hips. And once you're steady and have made any minor adjustments for your feet so that your joints are comfortable, then start to think about sinking the hips toward the earth. To counterbalance that, press your feet down very strong so it feels like your thigh bones are lifting. Tailbone is now lengthening down toward the floor and the crown of the head is floating lightly toward the ceiling. Think about your pinky fingers and see if you can grow them longer than every other finger. Now squeeze strong into your back leg, deep breath in. And as you breathe out, bring your left hand to your left thigh and find a side bend so the right arm reaches up and over. Mindful that you're not going to that place to where you start grunting or the breath gets short. Again, yoga means union. It's a coming together, not a crunching up or pulling apart. <laughs> so it should be easeful. Still squeezing your back leg very straight. And then in this style of posture, we allow the hips to continue to sink. So hips sinking even though the legs are active. On your next inhale, find your way up Virabhadrasana 2. And as you exhale, bring your right forearm to your right thigh bone. From there, trace the horizon with your left hand, bringing that left arm out and over your left ear. So again, find the stability in your base. So the hips are sinking, feet are pressing down so it feels like the thigh bones are moving upward. And then notice your right arm. There's a tendency to lean into it. Do the opposite. Push that forearm into the thigh so you feel the ribs lifting away from the leg. Let the ribs spiral gently toward the ceiling and maybe look under that left armpit toward the ceiling or you can even look toward the left hand if it feels okay on your neck. On your next in-breath, pull through the left side to come up, Virabhadrasana 2. And as you exhale, cycle your hands to the mat and enjoy a vinyasa with breath. Breathing in your downward dog. Inhale, left leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, bend that knee and gently roll your hip open. Try not to dump the weight into the right hand. Keep the weight even in the hands as much as possible. Think about reaching out through the left kneecap and drawing the ball of the left foot toward the back of your head. Find a full breath in. As you exhale, you're going to draw the left shin through for pigeon pose. So the left knee lines up with the left wrist. Foot draws out to the right. Don't force it. Hips are squaring, so pull your outer left hip back gently. Press the bones of the feet down for a moment. As you do that, lengthen tailbone toward earth and draw up through the front of the armpits. Inhale. On your exhale, keep the hands in place and wave forward, letting the chin be the last thing to come down. On your inhale, curl up, letting the chin be the last thing to rise. 
Exhale, wave forward, chin is the last thing to come down, so belly, heart, then chin. On your inhale, curling so that you can uncoil, coming back up. One more wave like that. Exhale to wave forward. Inhaling to coil. Good. So as you come back up to seated, you're going to shift your weight into your left hip and swing the back leg around. Find your way into boat pose. So Navasan boat pose. Shins can be parallel to the floor. You can extend your legs up if that feels good. So you want to think about closing down the V between your upper and lower body. You're just making that space a little bit smaller. Spread your collarbones and squeeze your legs into one another. And then cross your right ankle in front of your left. Bring your feet to the floor. Slide your hands back by your hips so the fingertips point forward. You're going to press your feet and your hands into the earth to bring your bum off of the floor. And then shift your weight back into your hips and pull your feet up into the belly. Maybe you'll float for a moment. And then land your feet. Roll over your ankles. Find your way into downward facing dog. Inhale, same left leg rises. Exhale, draw the foot through to your hands. Find heel to arch alignment. Reach your right arm forward and pause. Pull your outer left hip back. Lengthen the tailbone and squeeze your back leg very straight. And then pulling from the right side of the body, including the arm and leg, inhale, rise, find your way into Virabhadrasana 2. So once you've made any intuitive adjustments that you need once you're up, think about starting to sink the hips. Hips are sinking, bones of the feet are pressing down so the thigh bones are lifting. Tailbone is lengthening toward floor as crown of the head floats up. Reach long through your pinky fingers. Squeeze your back leg a little straighter. Inhale. As you exhale, finding a side bend, right hand to right thigh, left arm reaches up and over. So mindful this is a side bend, not a back bend. So you're not leaning back. You're stretching your side body. Notice your back leg. Squeeze it straighter. It's your anchor. You shouldn't feel compressed here. Instead, feel spacious. So maybe that means you don't lean to the right quite as much. Find one more cycle of breath. And then on your inhale, rise. Find Virabhadrasana 2. On your exhale, left forearm to left thigh. Sweep the right arm along the horizon and out over the ear. As you start to settle in, let the hips sink. Again, apply the feet into the earth so it feels like your thigh bones are lifting. Notice your left arm. Instead of leaning on it, push it down into the thigh bone so the ribs are lifting. Tailbone is still long, which helps facilitate the twisting of the ribs gently toward the ceiling. Spread your collarbones away from one another and find some ease in your breath and your face. And then on your inhale, slowly rise. Find Virabhadrasana 2. 
As you exhale, cycle the hands to the earth and travel through a vinyasa with breath. Notice if you're following the breath or if the breath is more of an afterthought. Follow your breath. On the inhale, right leg draws toward the ceiling. Exhale, bend the knee and roll the hip open. Again, mindful that you're not just dumping into the left arm, so try to keep the sense of weight even in the hands, really pushing the floor away with the hands. Lengthen out through your right thigh bone as if you're growing the thigh bone longer and draw the ball of the foot toward the back of the head. Smooth, smooth breath. Find an inhale. On your exhale, bring the shin through pigeon pose. Knee goes toward the right wrist. Foot goes toward the left side of your mat. Again, don't force it. Once you land, pull your outer right hip back. Press bones of feet down for a moment. Lengthen tailbone down as you draw the armpits up. Keep the hands in place on an exhale, wave forward so that the chin is the last thing to fold. Keep the hands as they are. Inhale, chin tucked as you roll in reverse up toward the top. Exhale, wave forward, belly, chest, and chin. Inhale, uncurling belly, chest, then chin. One more wave. Exhaling on the way down. Inhaling on the way up. Now shift your weight into your right hip. Swing the back leg around and find Navasana boat pose. Inner steadiness, press the legs into one another. Close down the V at least slightly so that you have at least that action happening. Spread your collarbones. Left ankle in front of the right. Bring the feet to the floor. Slide your hands back. Press hands and feet into the earth so you can lift your bum. Lean into your hands more. And start to curl the legs in toward the body. Maybe the feet float off the earth for a moment. And then land, roll over your ankles and move through your vinyasa. Breathing in your downward dog. Exhale out all of the breath. Once you're empty of breath, step or lightly float your feet forward to your hands. Find your half lift breathing in. Fold as you're breathing out. Bend the knees deep. Find your chair pose. Inhale. And rise to standing hands. Come to heart. Exhale. Good. So we're going to enjoy one more full round. Find a big breath in. And then on your exhale, fingertips brush the earth. Find chair pose, inhale. As you exhale, fold all the way in. Half lift, breathing in. 
Chaturanga mindful, intelligent vinyasa as you breathe out. Inhaling, right leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, the right foot steps through. Find heel to arch alignment. Steady the legs and then inhale, pull through the left side of the body to gently rise up, finding your way into Vira 2. Keeping your base steady on your exhale, find your side warrior pose. So left arm to left thigh, right arm up and over. And then on your inhale, find Virabhadrasana 2. As you exhale, right forearm, right thigh. Left arm goes out and over the ear, side angle pose. Inhale, slowly rise, warrior 2. Exhale, hands cycle to the earth. Move through your vinyasa with breath. Inhaling, left leg rises. Exhale, bend the knee and gently roll the hip open. So mindful of your autopilot. Think about pushing the floor away with the hands. So you're accessing the psoas here. Draw the foot toward the back of the head. Deep breath in. Exhale, draw the shin through for pigeon pose. As you land, get settled in with the bones, mindful placement. Hands under shoulders, inhale, draw up through the front of your armpits. As you exhale, wave forward. So we're going to enjoy three waves of breath here. Inhale, slowly curling up. Exhale, gently waving forward. One more round with your breath. Inhale to rise. Exhale to wave forward. So this time as you start to rise, you're going to shift your weight into that left hip, swinging the back leg around gently, finding your way into boat pose, Navasana. Inner steadiness, inner ease, find the balance. And then right ankle crosses in front of the left. Place your hands by your hips, feet to floor. And then play with that pickup. So first bring the bum off the earth because that's going to be a little more challenging than the feet. And then try adding the feet in. Good. And then roll over your ankles and enjoy a vinyasa. Rinse it all out. So it looks easy for me today, but it took years. So... <laughs> Don't be tricked. I had to earn it too. On your inhale, draw same left leg toward the ceiling. As you exhale, bring that left foot through between your hands. Find your heel to arch alignment. And then mindfully draw up through the right side of the body to find your Virabhadrasana too. Settling in. Feel your body. Feel your breath. Find an inhale. On your exhale, side warrior, right hand to right thigh, left arm reaches up and over. Let it feel good. Keep your back leg squeezing very straight. Deeper is not necessarily better. Inhale, rise up, find your Vira 2. 
Exhale, side angle. Place the forearm and then trace the horizon with the back arm. On your inhale, rise. Virabhadrasana, two. And on your exhale, hands cycle to the earth. Travel through your vinyasa with breath. Inhale, right leg rises. Exhale to bend the knee and gently roll the hip open. Again, you're accessing psoas here. Find a full breath in. Let it be smooth. On your exhale, draw the shin through for pigeon pose. Once you've settled in and placed the bones mindfully, then find three waves of breath. So you're inhaling to rise through the front body, exhaling to wave forward. Take your time. Let the breath lead. Inhaling to rise let it feel good. Exhale to wave forward. One more complete round. Inhale, rise. Exhale, wave forward. So this time as you inhale and rise, lean into your right hip. Slowly swing the back leg around. Find boat pose, Navasana. Steady. Patient. Curious, connected. And then as you're ready, cross your left ankle in front of your right. Bring the feet down. Find your pickup. See if you can lift your bum and then maybe your feet. It might be kind of a hopping of the feet. No big deal. And then cross, or rather roll over your ankles. <laughs> and make your way through your vinyasa with breath. We'll meet in downward dog. belly. Come out onto your belly. Once you're on your belly, turn your head to one cheek. Release your arms down by your side and just rest for a moment. Draw your chin or your forehead flat onto your mat. From there, interlace your hands at your low back. Palms are turned toward the ceiling. Let the elbows drop toward the earth gently. From there, start to press the little toe edge of your foot into the mat. Push it down so much that you feel your kneecaps lift. Lengthen your tailbone now down to the pubic bone. Seal the front of your hips to the earth. Then use the sides of your waist, chest, and neck to slowly begin to draw away from the floor with the upper body. As you do that, start to extend those interlaced hands toward the wall behind you. So a variation of locus, Shalambhasan. 
Keep pressing little toe edge of foot into earth. Keep lengthening the tailbone to the pubic bone. It's really important for back bends. Think about spreading the collarbones. Back of the neck is easeful, wrinkle free. On an exhale, gently release down. You can bring the hands to the low back again and let the head turn to the opposite cheek, just resting for a moment. chin or forehead flat to your mat for one more round. So we're going to start again by engaging outer edges of the feet toward the earth. Really push down with the feet. Feel the kneecaps lift. Lengthen tailbone to pubic bone. And then as you start to rise, use the sides of your waist, chest, and neck to gently draw the upper body away from the floor. Arms are reaching back. Back bends come out of our side body. So lift from the sides. See if you can lengthen the tailbone more down into the pubic bone. Feel how the pelvis tilts and creates more space in the low back. So you're back bending, not back crunching. Soften your face. Pull breath in and on your exhale, gently lower down. Release the arms, release the head to one cheek, and breathe. Ah. Come on to your forearms. So place your forearms underneath of, so you have elbows under um, shoulders. And then from there, you're going to take your right arm, thread it underneath of your left arm, so the right shoulder can meet the earth. Once you have the right shoulder on the earth, pull your left knee up alongside of your body. So you're going to slide it along the floor as if you're trying to touch your left knee to your right wrist now. From there, start to roll the shoulder blades back toward the floor behind you. And let your left arm drop out toward the wall behind you. So now you're in a twist. Now, for some, it'll feel okay to have that left arm hanging, but if it doesn't feel okay on your shoulder, adjust your upper body so the shoulder blades meet the floor so that you have more support. And breathe here. If you'd like, you can extend that left foot into your right hand, finding more of an L stretch here. So we're 
going to transition this L stretch to the belly. So a couple of options. If you've straightened your left leg, but you want to transition more easily, you can always bend into the knee again. Otherwise, you're going to start to roll toward your belly. Either way, and that left leg is now out to your left, either straight leg or bent knee. So you're working more of the inner leg and into the hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> you can also reach with your left hand and catch hold of your left big toe if you'd like. So again, if having the leg extended feels uncomfortable, just bend the knee and don't worry about holding onto the leg. Right arm can go out to the right. You can put either cheek on the floor, whatever feels comfortable. Breathing here. So it's kind of like an extended tree pose, but on your belly. So if you've got hold of the foot, gently release it, bend into that left knee, and then take the leg back behind you so that the right and left leg are together. And then come up onto your forearms again. From your forearms, thread your left arm underneath of your right. And then draw your right knee along the floor up toward that left wrist. Start to roll the shoulder blades toward the floor behind you and let your right arm drop out toward the wall behind you, finding your twist. Breathing here with gravity. Now you can either stay as you are or catch right foot with left hand and start to extend the leg into the hand for more of an L stretch. Mindful that you're not forcing the leg straight.
So whether your right leg is straight or the knee is bent, you're going to start to roll back toward your belly so that that right leg just stays out to the right. So you're transitioning more into an inner leg stretch. And as your pelvis and your chest finds the earth, if the right leg is straight, you can catch the right big toe with your first two fingers. Again, head can turn to whichever cheek feels good. You can always do this with a bent knee, so don't strain or push. If the right leg is straight, slowly bend into the knee and send the right back, leg back to meet the left leg. Pause there for a moment. Once you feel stable, you can draw hands under shoulders. And as you come to all fours, really important that you pull the front leg of your body with you so that you're not compressing your low back on the way up. Find child's pose. Find breath. to your back for your shavasana, so being easeful and mindful as you lower down. about mat with distance apart. Drawing the hands away from the hips a bit so that the armpits are exposed and the palms are turned up. Notice your breathing.
Notice your breathing, notice your jaw. And allow the jaw to soften. the jaw hang. The jaw is soft. Become aware of your tongue. Let go of the root of your tongue. Feel the tongue drop away from the palate, the dome of your mouth exposed and spacious. Notice your teeth. Let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt. The whole mouth has become soft. Notice the front layer of your body. Notice the front of your body, including the face. And allow the front body to drop toward the back body. Rest.
mind to slowly return to body and breath. Bringing gentle movement into the toes and the fingers. Eventually finding your way onto your right side. From your right side, connecting with your breath and rising to find a comfortable seat. We'll sound one ohm together. Find a deep breath in. Exhale, just let the breath go. Drawing your hands together at your heart. Acknowledging your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today. Realizing that all you've cultivated in your time on the mat now expands into the world. Permeating all that you do, all that you are, and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for practicing with me. Namaste.